I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. We are live! What is up, fight fans? And welcome to an MMA submission. As always, brought to you by Bucket of Wind. I'm Cameron. Matt. And I'm Mason. I'm back, finally. Oh my god. And I am super excited for this show, guys. Let me tell you, we have a great show planned for you guys today. We're going to talk about John Jones being back in the world of MMA, the Connor Khabib press conference. How's Noah? And then we're going to talk uh, about the previewing and breaking down of the card. Um, just on your thoughts on the outset, how has this week been as a fight fan? How's because for me, the air feels electric. It feels like there's a static going around. Because the great thing about fighting is that about every three to six months, you get a Super Bowl. Whereas football fans only get one once a year. Once a year. I would agree with that. Do you feel static? I don't feel static. Like I feel, there, I feel, do you feel like there's oh, a, a uh, building of anticipation? Yes. Well, I like that. What's another reason why I like the UFC better than the NFL anymore? There's more tension. There's more tension. There's more events. I would agree with that. You know? I feel like right I, now, I, we're I, currently, like, you know that the beginning of a roller coaster, and at least an old-fashioned one that doesn't use, like, electromagnets? You're like, yeah, yeah one of these I, new electromagnet things. That's what we are right now. We're in the middle of a rising action just until October 6th. Yep. And then depending on how that goes... We'll either zoom down and enjoy the ride, or the tracks will have been broken and we'll all fall to our deaths. It'll be Final Destination 3. Like, we're falling down, we're all dying, but then a tit has to pop out for contractual reasons. Well, it all depends if we're Cameron or not, and he goes bitch after all his, bi- all his, fan- all his fighters lose. Dude, I plan <laughs> to have, I plan to have a, t- a magnitude, an order of magnitude higher yeah. of frowning than I had on the last uh, live they, show. They went after you. I loved the, the fans went after you after that. They got on me. They apparently did not like me pouting about Mighty Mouse's loss. Everybody. I everybody. remember my favorite comment was the chubby one looks sad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> someone, <laughs> did someone really write that? Yeah. The chubby <laughs> one looks sad. DJ didn't fight his fight. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man. You know what? I don't know what to be more mad at. Yeah, really. But you know what? It's all love. Thank you, user. Yeah, at least at least we got like got comments. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not mad at it. That is true. <laughs> I'll take it. Dude, that's what I'm saying. But I will say after that fight party, it was it was really enjoyable. We saw the fights. They were interesting. Great fight card. I thought it was fantastic. But there was an even bigger bombshell dropped on fight fans with John Jones. John Jones. He's like a convict given time served. Yeah, no shit. Literally. By USADA. Because he spent two years right. in USADA purgatory. They said the 18-month suspension is retroactively <sighs> fixed. And now he is legitimately allowed to fight yeah. in Las Vegas. How crazy is that, guys? Can I can I say something? Yeah. I now equate USADA with the Mexican jail system. We're gonna he is Pablo Escobar and we're just gonna do whatever if, the fuck they want. If you get special exceptions, he can special get exceptions, <laughs> he can use the escape tunnel and then come out and fight as often as he fucking wants. Time served. I mean, give me a break. I mean, if he if he wasn't John Jones, one of the single greatest fighters in UFC history, would he even get a shot to come back so quick? It's um, a good point. A I good mean, point. they clearly play favorites. No one said you saw it as perfect, you know. <sighs> it's the best of what we got, though. Well, they fucked up Lesnar. Well, the, yeah, they, I mean, they barely they're barely testing him. He's already in the pool, barely. And they they're showing up at Cormier's house because I think that they 
they know what they're going to find, you know. Yeah. So I feel like that's why they're going to find a lot of you're going to find a lot of that Mexican meat hormone. I don't know. It did, was in my steak. Did, what are you talking about? Did you guys listen to the JRE episode with TJ Jellishaw and they were pulling up pictures of mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar at the fight and now a couple months later? Yes. Oh, yes. yeah. Uh, and they're saying pictures. he's extremely, extremely sm- – a lot he's smaller than he was. Down. Yeah, he slimmed down. He has, he has like severe colitis. Well, yeah, that's what it is. It's not he's cycling off. No, no, no. I, has nothing to do with him cycling I'm off. I'm saying when he cycles off, he gets extra small because of he has health problems. Part of the reason he takes like testosterone and all like strength builders. Yeah. Again, colitis. this helps colitis. All right, I'm being met with skeptical eyes. Yeah. Let me unpack it. Okay. Okay. Let me take let me let him unpack it. Yeah, I will unpack I'm, it. I'm going to take a drink here. Make sure you have a drink, too. Let him, let him okay, talk. Okay, here's my thing. I think that, of course, we all know why he takes them for athletic purposes. But I also think that, you know, like the same way Vitor had uh, medically. <laughs> yeah, so Vitor could fucking kick people's heads off. I know why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Guys, come on. Yeah, I know. Vitor had. Genuinely had low testosterone and needed replacement prior to all of this coming about and him testing positive for performance enhancing reasons. He genuinely has low testosterone when he's not on TRT. That's my point. And the point is when you have gen- like medically medical problems, sure. they can be assisted by things that are also mutu- like it's mu- mutually beneficial for your medical Absolutely. reasons and athletic pursuits. And, and, if and it coincides. Or for Bigfoot Silva. But Brock wants to curl 300 pounds. Yeah. yeah, especially if you want to be three times normal testosterone levels. Yeah, it'll help your colitis. And be able to double leg 300-pound men. Yeah. yeah. What? That's, it's just that's sad. the thing I want to address about this fight, and it bothers me. People are acting like Brock Lesnar can't fight. Have you seen That's that one thing, too. They're acting like he's a huge pussy and like no, he's Cormier is going to steamroll him. No, no, no. no and no, I'm no, like, no. guys, do you not, it's Brock Lesnar. Do you not remember in – do you not yeah. remember in 2012 when he was murking everyone Everybody. under the sun? No, yeah. He beat Shane, uh, Carwin. Like crazy. Shane Carwin. Show him some respect. Yeah. Beat yeah. the fuck out of Shane Carwin well, because his hands the size of lunchboxes yeah. and he has a double leg that was nationally recognized. Exactly. So let's not I don't get crazy. Know why people, yeah. like, Look at the Mark Hunt let's, fight. Let's not the, Brock is like. Dang Brock is 40 me. years old, and that fight was after he had severe health problems, and he held Mark Hunt down and gave him fucking brain damage yeah. with those side control punches. But he also tested majorly positive after that fight. Oh, look at him. He has a gorilla's tits. Yeah, but did you really think he was not going to test positive? Yeah, but the thing is he should have never had the fight because he should have been suspended okay. because he was positive. But do you want to live in a world where dreams like come true? Nipple region. Like there are some gynomastia going on at the bottom. There's That's hot. Yeah, but down there. <laughs> <laughs> they make a, a, a man's ear from that. Like, <laughs> a for man's that. ear. Or that nipple region, I feel like. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. All it's a little I, too sexually charged. All I know is it's either me. everybody does it or nobody does it. Okay, but. That's just the way it is. There's a factor I think you're missing out on, the fun factor. Just get rid of it. Again, rid you of want it. fun. Let Daniel Cormier hop on all that sauce. Yeah, get rid of USADA and let's be the Wild West again. Exactly. I mean, I mean guys I, I to business. the. F- it's bad for business, but when you look, it at is it, bad it for business. It does suck, and it wrecks the legitimacy of the sport. And then we're back at probably throwing soccer exactly. kicks. It does suck for those fighters. Like, like we're a huge fan of Joe Lozon. He's never. I I fully believe he's never touched anything. He's probably never even been around a steroid. Yeah. Yeah. I guarantee. You I guarantee that people. for a fact. He's fought people who have taken steroids. 
So it's like, yeah. So he's at an obvious disadvantage. Clearly a disadvantage, especially being well, so is, classes. Yeah, but you, you, there are guys who can do it without it. TJ Delashaw, come on. So guys, I'm each going to give you like two. He's done stuff. All right, guys, I'm going to give you two minutes each. Is John Jones reformed? Yes or no? Guy Mason, you're up first. Fuck no, dude. Yeah. Come oh on, God, dude. Let him. Once you're a jet, you're a jet all the way, man. He fucking hits. <laughs> if he gets the chance, or she gets in the way of his pipe, he's gonna hit another one, dude. Oh, oh my God. God! Please, oh please, dude, he'll fucking hit one, and then he'll get a, he'll get another cross tattooed on the other arm, and he'll call it the PBS, and then he'll fuck yeah. off, dude. And he'll get another another uh, uh, quote from the Bible quote on his chest, a different yeah. one this time. Philippians 4.12. Yeah. Grass growing, he'll be like, God's communicating with me. Everything's going to be okay. And then he's going to go inside and do a line. He's going to do six sit-ups, and then he's going to beat the best fighters in the world because world, I don't know yeah. why. I don't know why. <laughs> he he no, barely what? trains. You can ask um, Winkle John. They don't, they don't know. Yeah. So, Anything else on that? Or is that – Really? Do you hope Jones loses? Yeah, I don't like him. I just I thought I made wow. that No, you were you, you a fanboy at one time. I, you've officially lost faith then? I was um have I lost faith in what? Him as a person? Him as a like to yeah, are you off the train? Good in general? Yeah, I'm, I'm no, off the train. Yeah. I'm off the train. I ideally I know this would never happen because the timeline just doesn't work and I don't think it would fit in reality, but ideally I would want Daniel Cormier to beat Brock Lesnar. Yeah. And then I'd yes. want him to fight him being uh, Daniel Cormier to fight John Jones and then beat John Jones and then retire in the octagon. How great would that be? But that's not going to happen. Yeah, that would be great. That'd be the ultimate ride off into the sunset there moment. For TC, yeah. If he knocks out John Jones and then lays his gloves down Sam, in the cage. Yeah, how, and walks that? out with both belts over his shoulder. Like you know that. how Vera, he'll, be, he'll walk right out of the octagon and impregnate his wife immediately. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's As he's walking down the aisle, every woman next to him will be like, baby. Baby, Pregnancy, they're baby, all just, baby, well, just baby. nine months no, immediately. No, it's true. He I, walks by me nine months. Yeah, he's not going to have men and women I'll left name him right. Daniel Jr. Yeah, but I'm, <laughs> I am think that would be great for Daniel Cormier. So, no, honestly, though, I just don't think Dad, John Jones is very disciplined, so I'm definitely not on no. the train. Okay, so, Dad, is John Jones reformed, yes or no? No, he's not. It's just a, a shot for the WME to make more money. It's a shot for the UFC to cash in. He's a big payday for whoever he, whoever he fights for. And the bottom line is there was a mandate handed down from the main company to USADA, time served, uh, because we're going back to ESPN after the first of the year. And he'll be eligible. We'll put him three months of training, which puts him into the new year, February or maybe in the New Year's uh, major fight, and they'll kick off uh, an ESPN event with John Jones, uh, the first major one on their network. That's my prediction. Yeah, he's eligible the uh, 28th just, of October. Yes, but I think I think if they turn around and, and announce a fight, give him three months, not that he'll train for he three months by any year, means. No, but that's what I mean. Because as of January one, he'll be under the uh, UFC. Will be in the uh, the ESPN contract. He'll go over there and he'll be on the first main card for the first ESPN event. It'll be major fucking numbers. It'll make everybody fucking happy, and they'll cash checks. And that's what it'll be all about. That's what this is all about. And that's my problem with the USADA right now. You think they're seeing a cash cow in him, and they're letting him out of the stable? <sighs> Absolutely. Anybody? Uh, there's. There's not the same justice for anybody who can make money. Connor, uh, for Jones, for any of those I guys. Do, I disagree with that. 
What? That USADA had played, played some part in the letting him get off early so that the UFC can make money. You don't think no, that? I don't think that. Oh, okay, I do. Um, I think that's I think true that for, you, for Brock Lesnar, too. Uh, well, yeah, that, that, that I agree with. But I'm just saying if you analyze John Jones' situation – the supplements he took, the timeline, I genuinely think that he didn't take anything for that's performance a, enhancing That's purposes. a good point. I just don't think he did. And I think so there are a lot of mitigating circumstances. Yes. When they reviewed his case, I mean, he's failed before, so you can kind of mm-hmm. like, – I don't know if I would have said 15 months. I feel like that's a little short, but he definitely – So what's the going – definitely on? shouldn't be uh, handed out in a sentence like Verdum. So, so what's – so what's the going rate for hit and run on a pregnant lady and running away coke? Okay, well, he should be in jail. That now. was a later. That was an earlier incident. Oh, okay. So we'll forget about that. That was a much earlier. He incident. got time served for he that. He already too. did his. Well, That's he did. Criminal. How much time That's did he criminal. get for that? He spent a year of his career in his prime. I think he paid his pens for that. Yeah, a year is totally enough. For sure. That's Absolutely. the justice system, man. What are you gonna do? I, well, I, okay. I just think now it's crazy. here's the thing. I'm not gonna go as far as Matt. And I'm not going to go as far as Mason, but I do think he's not reformed. But for the sake of argument, I know we got a lot of John Jones heads in our audience, in our listenership. Sure. So I'm going to paint the picture in the likely scenario, in the unlikely scenario that he is clean, he is redeemed, he is a focused. And I think there's an argument to be made, not a good one, but I'm going to make it anyway, that this is the for real this time. You know, he this is about the third strike he's had. Yeah. And this is arguably the most controversial circumstance he's been in. Not Controversial in the fact that it was the weakest case against him. Mm-hmm. The other ones, okay, he openly did cocaine. Mm-hmm. Okay, he got slated for that out of the Cormier fight. The second Cormier fight, he was found with performance-enhancing blockers. Mm-hmm. All right. Clean, cut and dry. Nothing. Yep. Thrown out. Of the the fight was canceled. And then this time, he hit the pregnant lady. That was back with the coke charge. That's a very two very strong cases against him. This case that's three total. No, I'm saying the, the coke, no. I understand, but yeah. that's three offenses. But keep going. Yeah. Now this one's the fourth. But uh, for me, it's the third uh, act of his process. And this was a drug that is defunct in the steroid community. One that is one of the most detectable steroids. It's it's like a three to four month cycling period. Yeah. I, where you're on. I like if you, did, if you want to get caught, you take the steroid. The Russians used it in like the 1960s. That's when it was widely used because it has such a long half-life. You can detect it four or five, six months out. Like Nowitzki was talking about it and he was like, you're on for three, like you're on the shit, like taking it three to four months at a time. Mm-hmm. So if you want to do this, you'd literally be taking like weekly injections. And that's just not how they do it in the game anymore. There are shorter cycling periods with longer durations of it being latent in your system, lower, like oh, acceptable levels. Right. And that's why I think this one, if any John Jones fan is going to say that this is the one where they could make an argument saying that he was clean leading up to this fight, and that he did recreational drugs that were laced mm-hmm. with Turinabal, which I think is a much more likely scenario. So he's still Party Boy John, but let's not forget what Party Boy John did. I think the cocaine Silenced thing is all a the Brazilian too, legends. I what? think the cocaine thing is a reach. You, you think so? What do, what do you think is the most likely? Uh, workout supplement, probably. Like a shitty... You think like tainted creatine? Yeah, like someone handed him something in the gym, just like those dick pills and he's a fucking idiot so he was like oh yeah i'll take it whatever even even though he knows that's a good point that's very real i swear to god didn't they found this like texas in high school where half the students tested positive for steroids 
What? You said they found this Texas in high school. <laughs> so, so they found this high school in Texas yeah. where like half of the football team tested positive for steroids because they're all taking the same creatine supplement. Mm. Oh, okay. They were taking like this like – They're testing on high school kids now? Yeah, they do I, some I programs. Barely. Like yeah. sports academies. I think that's I know ridiculous. IMG does testing. Really? That's just sad. You know? Yeah, but I remember me and my friends, they did do some tests for our football team and they would pick the IB kids. Oh yeah, because, because they, were, they knew, oh, their piss is coming clean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's not likely to be many infractions there, you no, know what I'm saying, no. man? Or they'll test <laughs> the fucking cheerleaders and they'll be like, We tested two of the athletes. We from tested our the athletes. We tested uh, twenty athletes in the facilities, and and they were all clean. exactly. And they're mathletes, by the way. And any and they were all clean. <laughs> I think that this is John's final chance. Sure it is. It's I think he's no. down yeah. to his last life. If this is Galaga, you got one ship left, John. Fly straight, fly true. Just get in the cage. Yeah, if you pop positive this time, it is no. it. At any time. Really, May? You think he's the everyman? He's just going to keep multiplying of course, and dude. saving he's only himself. Thirty-one. He's only 31. He could be suspended for five years, put on some weight, come back at heavyweight, and fuck people up. I'm not even trying to appease any of our listeners. I don't like the guy, personally. I disagree with him all, all, all across the board. Oh, I agree but with that. Uh, I'm not saying that either. Yeah, I agree with that. probably the best fighter in wait, the world. We were not arguing that he would do well. I'm arguing that he'll be given the opportunity. Yeah, I think if he fucks if up he this fucks time, up he's, again. he's he gone. He definitely be given the opportunity. He makes money. Look yeah, I mean, well, the UFC. It's the super fight era. That no, is no, it's true. It's true. Fight in the UFC. Oh, yeah, and he looked. Tough. I think, dude. I'm not gonna lie. I think I could take Sam. I think you could too. I think I could fight him. Up. Cardio issues. We get you a camp. You might. <laughs> give me a treadmill. <laughs> give me some of that Tarina ball, dude. And I'll fucking pop his head off. Right. I, I just. Camp, it was sad. You, you got him. But the thing is, Dana White actually commented on Logan Paul fighting the UFC, and he said. If I were to let Logan Paul fight in the UFC, yeah. I should be arrested. Hey, wait a second, yeah. though. I've got something. Logan Paul is more would beat the shit punk, and I think Logan Paul beats CM Punk. I think Logan Paul beats the shit out of CM. Now punk, that's a fight I'd like to see. Because you want to know why? At least Logan Paul has some sort of uh, martial arts background, natural athleticism, and he's wrestled. He was a state champ in wrestling. So there you go. I'd rather see uh, – that's so the next fight he for just CM had, Punk. He just had an amateur boxing fight. So he's on the boxing level of CM Punk. Yeah. Amateur. <laughs> and he actually has a more of a wrestling background than yeah, CM Punk himself. Well, in high school. And that's what – I'd rather see that then. If that's CM Punk's ne- next that's fight, then it would be – he, he acted like it was like out of out of the realm of possibility. I was like – like, And he yeah. signed a wrestler who had no athletic background. Exactly. I did make some sense. His athletic background was uh, sports performances. Oh. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah, I know. It's just – and it was so sad. <laughs> and he got beat up by a photographer. I know. This isn't even what he does, yeah. dude. He, he videotapes bottom. dude's training and hits the bag after class, goes to JIT's classes. Yep. And you're going to really lose – like the fact that they I, – I was one of those guys where I was like, you know, maybe – CM Punk is behind the scenes going Eye of the Tiger. Isn't he 40? And like, I don't understand. It, it blew me away. Yeah. It, it blew me away the fact that I was so deceived by the marketing where I was like, you know, maybe really he's with Duke Rufus, literally one of the best camps in the world, training at the same place that Tyron Wildey trains. Let's see what skills he picked up. And you could tell Duke Rufus was given 
the worst clay possible, and he was yeah, like, "Come on." So we're gonna start with the jazz. <laughs> and he's already a millionaire. I mean, what are you doing? I know. Well, this was uh this. He realized. I think he hit that age and realized he hadn't done anything real. And he wanted, yeah, and to, try. He wanted to have that he real struggle in some marathons. Try to be an Iron yeah. Man. A triathlete. I, I agree with I that. Fighting is a young man's I would game. Admire him more than like ruining the purity of a sport like this. Yeah. Why not just go into jujitsu and try to get, get your black belt, exactly. like Anthony Bourdain or or Kevin James? Go go that route. Go those guys. I mean, I, I do think I, I think Kevin James just got his purple belt. There is Bourdain, one promotion. Never get his black belt. I know. I'm, thank you. Thank you. I should have <laughs> oh, said. No, wait, no. I should have said Vince Vaughn. Actually, Mason, I think he used his black belt. Oh. Oh, come on. <laughs> wow. Too soon? Too soon. Come on. That's a good oh, one. Oh, my God. We are definitely going to get a comment about that one. <laughs> going to get some letters, you think? Yeah. That's my time. All right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> come on, guys. Uh, anyway. Mason, your camera's out of focus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think there's... Wow. I think there's one fight that... Uh, one fighting uh, uh, agency that I would make that I think what? would make a lot of money, the Celebrity Fighting Championship, where I would have uh, all the shit that. shows. They had Celebrity Deathmatch on MTV. But I'm saying I would actually get Kevin James to fight CM Punk. He would kill him. He would kill him. Kevin James. He's got a purple belt Punk? from Gracie. What? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Who do you think wins that? Know. Kevin James' stand-up would look so bad. Hard punk, dude. It would look so bad. You really think so? I guarantee it. I don't think so. I don't. Th- I think he's a better fighter than you give him credit for. Oh, oh, what? I know, and I'm not a Kevin. I'm not a Kevin James fan. I, I'm guaranteed. I was at one not. point, but I'm not anymore. What? And I still think, I still think he works him. Well, I thought I thought CM Punk was a purple belt, but he's he's a blue belt. So I think that if Kevin can get him down. <laughs> the hard-hitting MMA analysis: James versus Punk. I just think they're both, think, down. They're both dog shit on the feet. Terrible. Yeah. Like we're talking drunk Sunday Fourth of July barbecue shit the show. Test, I would have to say CM Punk has a better gas tank. He's been through at least what I can assume. Guaranteed. A really, a dude. Camps. Kevin James spends way too many afternoons at Sizzler. <laughs> It's I know, not going to go I was like, really? Are we going to pretend that he's not overweight? It's like Iron Man. But he actually it's looks like pretty Iron, good. It's like Iron Man uh, when he has the core, and it's like you could power s- something small for t- 10 years or something big for one exactly. minute. <laughs> <laughs> That's Kevin James with his gas tank. He's like, I, I have crazy explosion for all of 30 seconds. So if he can get him to the ground and keep him there, he's a chance for sure. That's true. It's very possible. I think who you think wins Logan Paul or Kevin James? Logan Paul. Be a maverick. <laughs> Hashtag be a maverick. Better. So I don't know. I just think you guys really aren't sold on Kevin James at all, huh? Not at all. Not at all. Not, I think all. me I and Mason would form the double dragon team and beat the shit out of Kevin James. Yeah, two on one, super fair. Yeah, of course. Yeah, team fighting championship exactly. style. I, I, <laughs> I'm not not on Kevin James. Like I'm not. A, I'm not not a fan. I think that as a purple belt, he could beat up probably 96 percent of the population. Good thing I'm in that top 97. Yeah, I'm just here, kidding, man. guys. I'm kidding. Kevin James would probably beat the shit out of me. Let's be real. I, I just I the just, purple belt's some serious shit. Yeah. Those guys. I th- I didn't know jujitsu belts are way more severe than taekwondo belts because blue belts, blue belts are, are in like a different blood, universe. Dude. 
Blue belt will do some nasty shit to you. And then the purple belts are like, oh, let me let me get those legs. <laughs> and they, they become John Donaher. Why ignore 50% of the body? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just, it's a tough one. You know, that's what I think. down bullshit fights. Yeah, let's get into the Khabib Connor press conference. A lot of outside factors to take wow. into account for this it one. It was brutal. Let me tell you, first of all, I think this press conference was yeah. ruined. By, that's what I was going to Ruined by one thing. The fact that the audience was not allowed inside the T-Mobile arena. Yeah, but we talked about that. To react to the trash talk, to react to the banter, to react to the ambiance. It adds so much more if you hear the fans screaming. Now, that being said, Mason, tell us why you think that, why they made that decision. You think Connor can be trusted with with an audience after what happened last time? In New York, that's a very good point. Of course. And no, too many dollies went through too many bus windows to allow for this to happen. Played his buddies in the audience, and then they'll throw Shahrukhan. Exactly. Well, that's what we were saying, too. I would make an even uh, uh, a more aggressive argument. If you get those Russian fan bases yeah. with those crazy Irish fans, I think we could have a full-on fucking proxy war. Yeah, there would definitely <laughs> been a brawl right there. In the there. T-Mobile yeah. arena. Fucking do fucking mass fight. And then they're like, we do something, yes. yes. Set in location. All the Russian fans, send location. Send location. Send, send, location. send me a message. <laughs> we, do, <laughs> we, we do this. After, after the press conference, you meet. I'm turning French slowly. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> are you GSP <laughs> now? I'm turning into GSP. He's turning into GSP right you in front of me. You fucking cocksucker. Cocksucker. I caught weight. When I talk to Joe Rogan, I fight a lot. I fight. I get winner. Now I'm turning Brazilian. Four to five. My shoot to boxing. Wait, Work down the mats. Yeah. When this is wiped down the mats, I cannot I cannot It's fun. It's fun. But I think that there was definitely an ambiance that was taken away. Did you feel like the energy was sucked out of the event, Mason? No, I didn't feel like that. You really didn't? Yeah, dude. The are, reactions, are like when not when he funny if they don't have a laugh track. I thought it was good. I think regardless, the trash talk was still good. But I think there was like a third heat that I was missing when Conor McGregor made the red panty night comment at Dos Anjos, <sighs> and just hearing the roar of the crowd. Baby, we did it. We're rich. Break out the red panties, and everyone just. Everything stings more when there's truth to it. Which exactly. Is and when Conor was saying things to Khabib, I was like, "That's true." Exactly. Ouch. But there was no crowd to go. Oh, he said that shit. Oh. Hey, why do you need? That? Like I, I missed that. Why do you need that? You be the crowd. Watch because it and be like, ooh, he got him. I'm saying it adds to the hype. Obviously, I can still acknowledge that it's a true thing. Uh, he was saying some fucking wicked shit. But let's go. Before we even get into what's being said, I want to make another distinction about the press conference. What? The press in this press conference were off the fucking chain. They're yeah, off they were the off their rockers. Idiots. They were antagonizing both fighters, yeah. asking these leading and, questions. And Tana White. They were literally trying to get them to fucking fight each yeah, other on the stage. They were like... So, literally, one reporter was like, so, Khabib, uh, you sucked in your last fight. Yeah. How could you uh, do better in this fight against Conor? And Khabib was like, what you say? It was 50-43, not even close. I won every round. Yeah. Now I'm Drog- Dra- Drago from Ivan Drago. Rocky IV. Ivan Drago. <laughs> Change the accent every time. <laughs> He's talking about Khabib. And, but it's so true. Like, that's such a leading question. How will you do better in this fight? He just won with two 10-8 rounds. It's ridiculous. Granted, it was one of his weaker performances, but still to call that a bad fight. Yeah, but before, we, I before think, you talk about that, 
you have to point out. Sure, it appeared that it appeared as though Connor was talking circles around Khabib, but Khabib does not speak English very, very well. So that's a tough. That's a tough one. That language barrier is uh, bitch. I don't buy that all the time. Why? I def- I definitely it? buy it to a certain extent. Conference? You watched it? Yeah, I did. Because I watched it. Khabib genuinely. He, some of the stuff he pretended he didn't understand. Yes. Which is what leads me, which leads people to not acknowledge the language barrier. But then some stuff was genuinely he did not understand what was being said. Like when Connor kept talking about his whiskey, he thought he was saying in relation to the fight, bragging about the whiskey. So he was like, I don't know how is whiskey, how is whiskey going, to going to help him in the fight? And that's when I was like, oh, language barrier. No, I think because he, he thought he was he saying was it's going to help him in the match with whiskey. Like he was wasting his energy promoting the whiskey and working on the whiskey brand. So he was like, "I don't think he was wasting energy. I'm buying a bottle as soon as it comes out." No, nah. dude, that's gonna. I think. I think right away. It that is. Was the smartest He'll have so much fucking money time. from that oyster. He's, Plus, he was saying such mean shit. Let's get into what was being said in this press conference because it was easily the most vicious performance from Conor McGregor in a press conference. Period. He does not like him. Whatsoever. Well, he's just a master this is, at at uh, mental warfare. And I think this one, more than any, were personal. Yeah. And he was letting him know on a personal level that he did not like him. And the way he was saying things where he was like, um, the line that I especially derived, I told you we were sitting back. Right. And he was like, if you would have got off that bus, you'd be fucking would've dead. fucking killed yeah. him. Yeah. I would have fucking killed him. Why I think my lucky stars he didn't get off that bus because yeah. I would have killed him. And I'm like, holy shit, yeah, Connor. Yeah, you can't oh, say you that. you hit behind a woman on that bus like a bitch. Dude. Yeah. Th- that shit is so You were on the bus taking a shit in yourself and you were hiding behind the women. And that's when I was like, oh my fucking God. We're living in this crazy meme universe. Wow, well, it's true. Where Conor McGregor is talking about sitting behind like a bitch. Yeah. Fucking. And, and kept going. Was, you look at Khabib and he looks upset. He lo- it looks like he Conor's looked- getting in his head. Exactly. That's what yeah, oh really yeah. shook me too. Where he was like, he was saying some stuff, and he got visceral reactions oh, sure. out of Khabib, which normally Khabib's like, "I don't get this. Let's yeah. fight." No, he knew what he was. That leads me to believe. <laughs> yeah, Khabib's like, "I he was knew a child when, soldier." Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he's full of shit. It does. And one thing I did notice right off the bat too, I said this to you during the press conference. Uh, Connor looks in shape. He looks, he looks lean, but Khabib looks big. He looks thicker than a snake. He looks thick as shit. Well, let's see if he can make weight without. A I hope Khabib is working down. with that nutritionist. Yeah, because Connor even said that. Hey, hey, hey dude, if don't pull out, don't if, pull out of the fight. Way, if I were Connor's lawyer. I would be wringing my hands through my hair, sitting back at my desk like, fuck, the incoming lawsuits, especially when Connor was like, if you pull out, I pray for your wife and children. Yeah. I pray for them, and I'm like, "What, Connor? You can't do that, yeah, I know. You can't say Who that." Who's suing him, though? He, I know Michael Chiesa is. Who Chiesa, else? Borg, yeah. suing Chiesa and Borg, and Nami Yunus. Nami Yunus is suing him yep. as well. All three, because she's claiming PTSD or something PTSD, like that. PTSD, one's glass in the eyes, where it's made her almost like pseudo agoraphobic. Where she's afraid to go outside. Yeah. Yep. She has, you can and tell she has Borg, some sort of personality issues, though. Borg and Kiesa have legitimate loss of income lawsuits, have, right. yeah, which I think are completely case. fair. And yeah, Ray Borg especially because he got glass in his eyes and he needs, like, special procedures. So Connor's yeah. going to, uh, like, didn't he to, like, remove the glass? I have no idea. Yeah. I'm almost positive he needed, like, a special procedure to remove the glass. To remove the glass shards. So he, Connor's going to have to cover all those expenses, and he's going to have to pay for the fight. Pain and suffering, loss of income. Pain and suffering. All that stuff. Training time. 
But with his lawyers, with his lawyers, the way they got him a wrist slap for the bus incident, and it was fucking amazing. he'll probably end up paying nothing to Borgin Kiesa, dude. No, he'll pay him, but it won't be what they hope. Yeah, that's yeah I guarantee it'll, it'll you. be offensively low. Yep. Because with the lawyers he's coming with, I'm like, Jesus. They're fucking good. They're connected. No criminal know. charges whatsoever on nope, Connor. Nothing. Guys, he got, guys, um. I want to go around and speculate how much he made for, how much you think he's going to make for this fight. Okay. Whiskey alone over a hundred million. Oh, wow, that's high. Before Whoa. the fight, before no, no, before the fight. I'm Again, saying in retail. Uh, the whisker, the whiskey releases September twenty. Doesn't matter pre-orders. Okay, hundred million. Hundred million dollars. Little ambitious. I'm gonna. Okay, we'll I'm gonna let you know right now. So little ambitious. So the whiskey comes out. Talking about the. So the whiskey comes We're out. We're talking about fight purse. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. I guess you guys. Also, I think a hundred million for you, you can only have an opinion about. No, but I think I think a hundred million for the whiskey is a little far. Really, around the entire world, he makes what in in eight days? You think he's going to make a hundred sure. million? Okay, I do. Just an opinion. He brought the whiskey on stage. I was just stating how I felt. I think he'll make a hundred million dollars from the whiskey. Keep making a face. Do you know if he makes that in eight days? What the evaluation for his company would be? I'm just telling you what I think. His company f- would be worth like a hundred billion dollars. <laughs> yeah, but he's getting the thing. You're is, saying the hype. It's like it's the, the original hype release of a movie, exactly. Where and it's gonna obviously go down after that. Absolutely. Okay. But everybody in the world, you just said you want a bottle to put on your shelf. He's gonna want a bottle to put on his shelf. I might even buy a bottle. I don't even fucking drink. But my whole point is, if you got three idiots like us buying bottles that aren't going to really drink it that often, imagine only imagine all the Irish fans across Europe buying the shit. I mean, I'm already drinking the Connor Kool Aid. Might as well drink the whiskey. But that's my whole point. You're saying, oh, there's no way in eight days pre-orders and everything won't be a hundred million dollars. I think that's very high. I think we'll make tens of millions. But I okay, mean, well, that's just much, on the whiskey. How much do you think he made? Let's guess on the fight purse now. Uh, on, the one I fight. think he'll make. He I think he'll make. Fight I think it'll be. Yeah. Oh, he signed a six-fight yeah. deal. Oh, he did. He, did. he signed a six-fight deal. Okay, I'm. Do guessing. you have the deal there? Yeah, I'm looking at it. Read it. Read. It. I want to hear what he, he signed says. a six-fight deal, and for every single one of those fights, McGregor's new whiskey, proper whiskey, will be a sponsor of the, the of the event. Okay. Yeah, but what's does it say what he's making per fight? No, that's why I'm saying it doesn't say. That's why I want want us oh. to speculate what you think. Oh, this, this I didn't know. Um, I'm gonna guess five mil. Five mil a fight for six fight deal is worth five million dollars. No, no, no. Five mm. million each fight, totaling in thirty million overall. Oh, okay. I see. Which I think is a much more feasible because let's be real, he's not doing Mayweather McGregor numbers. No, he's doing MMA numbers, and five million for an MMA purse is fucking gonzo. But maybe he's making ten. I'm probably lowballing it. Going but, shooting very low. But I'm lowballing it intentionally because I know that the okay. gates and the numbers he's gonna have to make to make that up. Yeah, but in a six fight deal, I think it's. I think he signed like thirty million six fights plus a portion of the gate and a portion of the pay per view. Oh, he definitely. Gets I guarantee points. that. Yeah. So my thing is, I think he makes about two hundred million for all six fights. I'm going to say you know, he's just probably going to net anywhere around 85, 85 to 60 million for all of, all of it. Oh, oh, so 10 million a fight. 10 million a fight, yeah. With everything all in. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm, think, way high. I'm, I'm way high. I'm way high. I'm thinking of a couple I, hundred I don't million. think that would include any sort of sponsorship. And I oh, okay. Oh, you're just talking for the UFC contract. For the fights. 100 million. million, probably. I, I'm saying 100 just for the UFC let's contract. Let's think about how he's been getting what? Between 10 and 15 million for his previous fights? 
And ret- oh really? Yeah, yeah. learn his percentage. He he gets points. Oh wait, if he was making ten to fifteen million, then he's definitely making the same probably. Yeah, I guarantee he's making like fifteen mil a fight. Then my bad. That's ninety million. That's a lot of yeah, money. Yeah, and then and then he has the whiskey too, which is a sponsor of the event, and he, he's gonna sell that across. Europe. Proper twelve. Like, I love that he made a proper twelve and not notorious Irish that was whiskey. The smartest move, man. If George Clooney can it's make a it, billion on whiskey, dude. exactly. Exactly. That's how you do it. Who's man. more famous for it? Especially now? with his Clooney face on it. And you're Irish? You're Irish? That shit's going to sell like fucking hotcakes. I don't even like whiskey. And I was like, that's a cool bottle. I would just like to have that shit sit up there. Uh, but that's my I'm whole point. I'm buying two, dude. But that's my whole point. I <laughs> so just I can think, drink one and put one on the shelf. I just, <laughs> I just really it's think. Cool it's very cool. I haven't. Well, it has I saw a tiger the press face conference. on it. Oh, really? Oh, then what, it, what was the thing in. Uh, it does have a. Oh, I, I have to small. take a look at it. I have to take a look at it then. But anyway, I just think he'll make a hundred hundred million for a six fight deal, which is great for him. You know, plus. So, in your mind, what was Connor's best quip during the press conference? Uh, fanboy. You're a fanboy. You're, You're buying my t-shirts. Buying his t-shirts. Really buying my yeah, t-shirts? That's some yeah. alpha shit. It that is saying you were buying my t-shirts like a fanboy. You were a fanboy. Personal at Khabib's manager. That was the best. Oh, yeah, because apparently Mason was telling me this. Khabib's manager. Oh, May, you tell us. Um, so apparently um, allegedly has a son in New York whom he abandoned, and he owes over $50,000 in child support. Who does? Khabib's manager. Khabib. Oh, okay. So Khabib's manager is standing next to Khabib right when they're about to face off, screaming shit about Connor's personal life, calling him a bum, saying that he's like, going to be a shitty dad and he's going to get fucked up by Khabib. And then Connor just goes, how's Noah? How's Noah? I know a lot about you, too. How's Noah? And, like, s- saying his son's name over and over again. He starts fucking riggedy, riggedy yeah. roasting He's this like, dude. I know oh a lot about God. you, too. How's Noah? Fuck you. And he was just, like, being so blunt about it. Oh, my it was God. So, like, it was so – it was just – his words were very sharp, and they were jabbing. Wow. I loved um, – you're going to have to rustle my knuckle out of your orbital bone. I like that, too. Yeah. That was probably my favorite Saying line. that he was standing in the bus behind the women – that was, that was brutal. Like, That's also oh, some oh, alpha oh. shit. And he was like, "What did I do? I walked up, showed him that I had nothing in my o- hands. Open hands. I'm, I'm yeah. That was pretty. My favorite. That, yeah, the open I'm, hands I'm thing. The first thing I did that, before I threw anything was show you that I was completely unarmed. And and then he was like, um, "Oh, get off the bus. Me. Smash me. You say send me location. I'm right in fucking front of you. Like at the bus. Yeah. And, and he, he said didn't get off. Irish shit. Like what, what was that f word? I don't know. You like it, I think it's like a rat in Irish. I have no idea. Uh, oh, I have no idea. Well, and then the other thing too was how he was nobody till he got an infusion of cash from the illegal from the fucking uh, em- Russian embezzlement uh, money. Yeah, yeah. That was also some million. big shit. Where was I was like, dude, big. this is this is Grant the Auto gangster shit, bro. Are you this trying to get murdered like, out here? Uh, oh my god, he just doesn't give a fuck. He really does not. Does give not a fuck give a anymore. fuck. And, and Khabib's just sitting there going, "Fight, fight, fight." Yeah. Fight. What was what was Khabib's best quip? He didn't have one, in my opinion. He just sat there. He the only thing he did was just sit there. At times, he took it like a bitch. He kind of did. I'm sorry to say that, but um, and he pretended like he didn't know or understand things, which made him look stupid in my opinion. There were a couple times where he... He doesn't know the language. Because when you're aware of what or know the comments and you just sit there and go, what's what's that? What's that? You look like a fucking moron. Mason, there were a couple of times where he was aware... And was pretending not to understand. Yeah, and and that made okay, him. I look definitely silly. give him a pass on that, because 
it, like if oh. I were a fighter in France and I have like a cursory understanding of French, they can make me look stupid very easily. I would start talking to my foreign language. I'd be like, you're a fucking son then, of a bitch. Then why didn't, why didn't he just have somebody, an interpreter sit out with him? They do it a, 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 right in the middle of the octagon. They probably should have. They should have. I just want to say to our listeners in French, le français, je t'aime, je t'aime, moi. Okay. Just Thank saying. you for that. That's for the French. Anyway, Franca. I just, I, I don't know. That's what I, I think it'll be really well, interesting. Franca. What's a Franca? It's a sewer rat. There Irish you go. Gaelic. Jesus Christ. Uh, so it's Franca? That's like Franca. I can't speak Gaelic. Franca. Franca. And he called him a sewer rat. Wow. He kept calling him a Franca. And then did you hear when uh, uh, Khabib was like, why don't you speak your language then? And then Connor started spitting in Gaelic at him. Yeah, I think he's almost fluent. That was it, fucking. That was legit where he was like, he was raised. Like speaking Gaelic, but it's like obviously after uh, English school. became his primary. Like he was bilingual, and then right. you don't use the other language that much. That's why people who have are bilingual. They try to find friends who know the language so, so that they, they can keep indulging right. and enriching their knowledge, like keeping the knowledge, not enriching it. But anyway, I just I don't He's know. Done a couple I think Khabib's best. Qu- what? what? A couple interviews in Gaelic. Oh, he has. Yeah. Oh, very nice. You guys can look that up. We'll, uh, we won't link any in the description because fuck you guys. Google it. You know what I'm saying? It's 2018. But I will say this. I think Khabib's best quip was uh, after this fight, Connor's going to go back to boxing. Because it does poke fun at a venture sure. that ultimately, I think, hurt Connor's rep as the toughest guy in combat sports, but increased his name reach. Yeah, but the problem, I, uh, the only thing that makes that known void is he got, got $100 million. Oh, yeah, financially, of course. I didn't say financially. Oh, yeah, you got you to do that fight. All the fucking money. I would take that fight. Yeah, how about hard Floyd, Mayweather, yeah. Floyd Mayweather floating in and out of retirement? Hey, just say that you're yeah. still fucking fighting, dude. I, to- yes. I told uh, we Mason, about I said Pacquiao Floyd's too. winning. Floyd's winning because guess what? Floyd decides who he fights and he just when. drops in, drops in, makes 250 mil and bounces. Yeah, yeah. You know, and he's he's going to make all the money on this new Pacquiao fight. And Pacquiao's old yep. as shit. And he said Pacquiao, he's like, I don't want to hear any complaint about a hurt shoulder this time, boy. Yeah, yeah he's going to be complaining about a, a hurt body. Pacquiao's old. He's old, man. He's old as fuck. And here's the thing. I love Pacquiao. But Floyd is the best boxer, boxer ever, pound for pound. Probably ever. Yep. If we're going to look at it Objective. as flawless, he's only been hurt twice yeah, maybe if you, count the con- if you count the Conor uppercut where he fought a totally uncharacteristic fight because he yeah. wanted to entertain the fans. Obviously, it was one of the most entertaining Floyd fights because he was the aggressor. Right. Which I thought was even crazier. And he doesn't do that normally. He doesn't do that. He's a counterpuncher and Which he moves. showed even more yep. the superiority of his technique in boxing. And then once he got clipped by the uppercut, he was like, okay, time to outbox you technically. Yeah. And then just fucking laid it on him. And it just showed boxing. Once you get into a discipline, we were talking about this. In MMA, you can be eights in everything. Right. Grappling, jiu-jitsu, striking, and be a elite level fighter. Yep. But once you get into boxing, it gets into these meta levels of skill. Yeah, you better be a nine these or a ten. Super specific levels where you have to be above and beyond yeah. to be a great yeah, fighter. No, because if you're not in you're those specific fight, disciplines. How about Conor McGregor taking the fight though? Stepping oh, biggest in balls in the world. Biggest yeah. balls in the world. Sure. I think they. You could literally, um, if he cut off his nuts, he would make weight for a bantamweight. I guarantee. Probably. There's at least ten pounds down there. <sighs> 
What do you mean? Oh my god, you're, so you're such a you're fucking swinging from him nonstop. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Dude, I told you, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. It's not my right nut, it's Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good Irish accent. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, you're going to be the next Guy Ritchie movie with that shit. Growth. <laughs> <laughs> can, can we, before we go on to do 29, can we just talk about one thing real quick? Yeah. We never got a reaction from all of us after the Woodley fight. Okay, we can talk about that. I wanted to do that real quick for a second. I think Woodley, it was a... It was really him finally coming out into the spotlight and saying, I am one of the best welterweights, if not the best welterweight of all no. time. Yeah. What the fuck? Really? Dude? You think he's one of the best welterweights? What? Yes. Yeah. No, not yeah. a chance. Yeah. Okay. Who? Yes. Who then? GSP. Like, un- no. Oh, no, no. I think GSP, I said one of the best. Okay. I didn't say, say the best. He didn't I said say one of the best, maybe the best. Yeah, he didn't definitely say, he definitely he didn't say maybe the best. I don't even think he's close. Really? Who's better than him besides GSP? Um, like legacy-wise, who would I put above him? Yeah. yeah. At Walter It's difficult, especially when you count in he one-punch KO'd Robbie Lawler. Yeah. Who was a, a warrior at the warrior, time. Yeah. Considered to be this blood and guts war guy. And he knocked him cold. Then he moves on and beats the most frustrating fighter who was sweeping the OC at the time. I just don't think if you Twice. write his title defenses, it justifies saying one of the best of all time if you... He beat Damian Maya, who smushed like five of the top contenders in under a minute, just boa constrictored them to death. And then everybody said till, including, uh, including. Brendan Schaub was talking about he did a monologue on the changing of the, guard. of the guards, how we're seeing a shift from these younger, hungry fighters coming up and beating the old and tired ones. Yeah. And then till goes up and lands one punch, one punch to 117 ground strikes. Yeah. And I think it becomes undisputable after that that this was a, an amazing fight. It was an exemplary performance of a guy who's highly skilled. Yeah, way And above. He, we've been discounting because he had to fight uh, two of the best specialists ever to fight in the sport. Yeah. Uh, one of the guys who was a blood and gets warrior knocked him out. And then just fought this guy who was supposedly the – he was one of these death touch guys like Connor. Yeah. But guess what? The yeah. death touch didn't land. Didn't land at all. I don't know. If I had to pick – I definitely say he's up there. He's top three right now, probably, but he has to defend the belt a couple more times before he can call himself. And he will. I agree. Best. I think he has to cement himself a little bit more to get on top of that hill. And I'm so happy he's finally let go of the GSP fight because there's no way in fuck That's too risky for GSP, GSP fights. If he would beat him. GSP, then he would definitely be the best welterweight of all time. But GSP would never risk that because he, would never he risk knows his that he's yeah, not. Exactly. It would be a huge black eye on GSP's legacy. Yeah, he'll never do that. But I, I think if he beats, he beats Colby Covington. And then, then I think he's the real and, dude. And then one other fight. Give Couple him one other fight. Least. Colby is a real challenge, man. And Just because of his endurance. His, his endurance, endurance in the RDA fight. Wrestling. His yeah. endurance and pressure was the most smothering performance I've ever seen in the UFC. Sure. Where he literally kept the same exact pace all five, five rounds. rounds. Uh, yeah, and ground him down. I totally agree. And it's RDA. At that time, thought to be the world beater, just beat r- the shit. Well, yeah. I mean, you heard my opinion on that fight before it happened. I was counting uh, your boy out with Colby Covington. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We we, we were all talking about how he was probably going to get iced by RDA. Yeah. And RDA is this big boogeyman of the welterweight division. And Colby just comes in and makes him look the most mortal he's he's looked yeah, since ever. he got knocked out by Jeremy Stevens. But I mean, if you were Eddie Alvarez. objectively prior to that fight occurring, I mean, how, like you really couldn't have seen it going either way. I mean, Colby demonstrated that his skills were 
formidable and that he could compete against RDA, but he's he'd never beaten anyone above and beyond other than um, Damian Maya. So fair point. Yeah, that was his highest ranked opponent, and Damian Maya we knew was an aging guy. Mm-hmm. And I you just and I truly believe that, that was you the- have to keep him away and do damage at the same time. And guess who? I want to I want to make this claim too because Wonder Wonder Boy and Damian Maya were sweeping the division until who wrote the blueprint on how to stop them? Tyron Woodley. Tyron Woodley, Tyron, motherfucker! Sorry. What did Darren Till do to beat? Respect, and it's about time that people give for writing the blueprint on how to beat two of the most frustrating fighters in the UFC. Mm-hmm. Tyron showed that he, after that, people have beaten Damian Maya because they're like, oh. Do exactly what Tyron, Tyron did. did yeah. Sprawl like film. your life depends on it. Right. And brutalize him on Didn't the feet. And that's exactly what Tyron in did. In the beginning of that fight or something. What? Tyron, he like broke his hand in the beginning of that fight. Yeah. And beat him with a broken, beat the shit out of him with a broken hand. Which one? He's talking about his latest fight. Damian Maya. Yeah. Well, he did the same thing. Cameron was just talking about that. Yeah. 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 He, hurt, he broke his hand again in the last till fight. 12 weeks. 8 to 12 weeks. Out. So not only did he destroy him, submit him, he broke his hand on his face too, <laughs> and, and, and he you know eight to twelve weeks off, and that he'll be back. Though, man, I think that's going to make Till better, to be honest. And I do still. Th- oh he yeah, he will one hundred percent be back. That was the first thing me and Dad were saying as soon as we were watching. The Absolutely, fight, we were like, this guy. And I still think he's I hungry. Still think he's twenty-five. He's twenty-five. Yeah, he's got a decade in front of him. He'll definitely be back. He'll be. He'll be. I think he'll it, be your next champion. I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, yeah. I think he'll be the one to eventually. I would love to see Woodley step down instead of losing to Till in the future. I would love to see him say, "You know what? Peace out. I'm going to go do movies." Rap, I I still think he's got about three fights. Oh yeah, we should listen to his single. We haven't heard it yet. Oh, he raps too. Yeah, I'll be right back. What? Oh my god, he's taking a pee break, dude. Are you really the small bladdered man? He is. <sighs> Let me tell you. I forgot about that, folks. Yeah, the Mason, Mason is, Mason, Mason is the type of guy that will stop three times on an hour-long car ride. Yeah, gotta pull over. The bladder of a child. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, but but anyway, to to go back to the that fight, I think Woodley is still. Uh, he beat he beat Wonder 